today we're going to talk about the second season of Attack on Titan. <coughs> we're doing this right here, right now? Yes, we're doing it now! Hello and welcome to the Story Toolkit. I'm Basim El-Wakil, co-author of Action, The Art of Excitement with Robert McKee, and joining me is Luke Lionwall, writer and part of the McKee Storylog team. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the second season of Attack on Titan. Yes, and uh, as always, at the Story Toolkit on Twitter... Um, and the storytoolkit.wordpress.com is a website. You can email us through there with suggestions of things for us to watch and talk about. Mm. Um, and all the episodes are on there. You've been dying to do this episode, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, I've been. Make, I, 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 yes. <laughs> I love this show so much. Um, you are so noticeably more excited. I love this show. I love it. Uh, you know, we're talking about standards. And for me, I'm just like, oh, I've been waiting for this show since Babylon 5. <laughs> like Babylon 5 and ever since Babylon 5 and it's like where's my next big awesome fantasy mystery show where is it and it's like we got it we got it and unless they unless it has a terrible ending <laughs> right I'm like I'm I'm done now this is it I found it Astro Cat oh please oh don't oh there might be aliens who knows <laughs> <laughs> so I don't um, know, but it's excellent first of all then um, we'll warn you at a couple of points but it's spoilers 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 do not listen any further if you haven't seen up to the end of season two of attack on yes yeah we're not going to spoil the manga uh i'm only a little ahead on the manga because i couldn't i couldn't handle it uh when i finished watching this with uh, my friend matt anglis we um we finished watching season two we're watching it one episode a week luke Luke got to see it all in one go, like in two sessions. I t- one a week. At the end of every episode, I pause it and go a week. Like, I had to wait a week to find out what's going on next. Um, when that finished, I'm like, I can't, I can't have this show spoiled for me on Instagram. I just can't do it because people think that reading the manga is somehow a special skill uh, and and like a birthright or something, and they just like they have to show off. And it's like, I I've chosen not to read it. It's not that I can't. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't want it spoiled. So uh, Matt and I went a little further ahead. We got to a really awesome cliffhanger. We've stopped, and we're waiting for season three to come back um, in July next year. Uh, but it's great because where we got up to, they revealed certain things that are now not going to be spoiled for us because we got it in the show. So we're we're kind of happy about that. And there's the the, <clears throat> the spoilers we're going to talk about today. Yeah. The these do are... not go up to the manga. They go up to season 2 and that's it. No further. But they're huge. They're huge. <laughs> and if you ha- if you like the first season of Attack on Titan because a number of people listen to the podcast, stop uh, watch Attack on Titan to watch our podcast, but to listen to our podcast. So if you finished Attack on Titan season one, but you haven't seen season two because it's not on Netflix, it's on Crunchyroll. Uh, you can put Locker it probably or something, although I wouldn't recommend doing searches because you don't want it spoiled for you. I'm just telling you now. Uh, but it is, second season is only 12 episodes. It's not 25, it's 12 episodes. And it's superb. 
And I... one of the things that you had a problem with the first season was the characters were sort of homogenous. You didn't know who they were. Yeah. And season two really corrects that. I was going to say, before you go into sort of a recap of our last episode on Titan and the synopsis of season, mm. like the, the rest of season one and then season two, mm. um, was that season two, I, I had issues with season one that I think I brought up in the last podcast. Yeah. One of them was not knowing which character is which. And mm. I, hands up, I still don't know who certain characters are, like name-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, dark haired one, funny fringe, big nose. Like these, these are where I am. Potato I'm girl. Potato girl. <laughs> it's actually her name, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, I think they do call her potato girl yeah, in the show, right? They do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, and and one of the other things was it. It is a long season one, twenty five episodes. Yes. It, it feels long. Season two is just that much better. It mm. moves so much quicker. Yes. Well, also, you did see it. You saw like, but I tried to do that. I tried to do that with season one, and I couldn't. I would do two or three episodes, and I would lose my appetite. That's true, but I I I remember watching season two one a week, and there's there's this thing where there's a raid on a castle. Okay, we won't get spoilers just yet. You'll get more warning. There's a raid on a castle, and they keep doing flashbacks from other points of view, and then end at the same point that they did the previous week. And I realized a month was spent. Of me waiting for them to get to the freaking castle. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you guys. And yeah, I'm still hooked because they're revealing stuff constantly. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, come on. Stop. Stop it. I waited a long time for this show. You know, here's another thing that Luke can't fully appreciate. Attack on Titan Season 1 came out in 2014. And Season 2 came out in 2017. Oh. So there was a... And by the I saw it in 2015, Attack on Titan Season So I waited two years with with you know the, the block the blocktopus <laughs> two years with the blocktopus just going come on and I didn't even know about the post credit scene which we'll talk about in a bit right two years I waited and then finally this is coming it's like ah oh, my anticipation it's so high and it didn't disappoint me not only did it not disappoint me it made me happy <laughs> that I was right to to wait and it was just great so and the and the only other last thing I would say before we get going is uh, like if you haven't watched it yet um, and and you're thinking no it's going to be fine I'll play ahead and listen to the episode <laughs> I I watch this sh- now I'm I'm there now with season two I watch this episode with that same trust of the writers yeah. that is only reserved for shows like Better Call Saul yes. and Breaking Bad like you watch an episode and you think no I'm just going to sit back and relax I know this is going to be good right You yeah you've got that trust now yeah, yeah isn't yeah, that yeah. great the magic is done yeah the work is done right and also uh, your reaction to what we're going to talk about <laughs> is the same as my reaction and if you watch reaction videos on YouTube they all have everyone had the same reaction which is a sign of quality yeah, and if you and also you need to watch Takatine season two just to get the opening joke we just did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we're going to get into it now. So now there will be spoilers for season two, and the rest of season one. Yeah. Uh, there will not be spoilers beyond that though. And uh, as I say, I only know a little bit ahead of the manga. If you know more, please don't spoil it for me. I will find you. I will kill you. Um, so uh, we're going to get into it. So big spoilers, and again one last time. It's really worth watching it fresh yourselves. You will enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Titan Titan. So the point we got up to with the last episode was yes. that Aaron is a Titan. Is a Titan. Aaron turns and out to be a Titan. And that changes the show. Yeah. So he turns out to be this Titan and it's completely shifted the show now because 
At first, it seemed Eren was the protagonist. Then he dies. He's no longer the protagonist. Uh, the protagonist is now Mikasa, um, Armin, and Jean. Or Joan. I have to pronounce it. I think it's Jean, isn't it? It's Jean. Um, those are the three main characters. Eren comes back, but he's a titan now. Um, and you go, okay, what the hell is going on? Because people are titans. People can become titans. Some of the titans can be people. And then you immediately realize... Of course, the colossal titan is a person. Because what you see, Eren, he comes out of the titan thing. They find him. He's kind of in a haze. He's got a bit of amnesia and stuff. And he's surrounded by a bunch of cannons and people, and military police, asking him who he is, what his plans for humanity are. It's, they think he's a villain. They think he's a monster. Are you a monster? Are you a titan? Or are you a person? What are you? What are you? What are you? And Eren's kind of trying to process this. He can't remember what's going on. The guard the police guard gets uh captain he he loses control and he panics and he gives the signal to fire and they fire the cannonballs and Eren turns part way into a titan he creates this weird skeletal carapace that blocks the um the cannonball and starts dissipating and all that stuff and when he does that a big bolt of lightning comes down from the sky hits him and that's what starts turning him into a titan or, for, or rather the titan starts forming around him right because it's kind of like a flesh mech you know, um, and well, uh, oh no, we do know that. No, yeah. yeah, and that forms around, and the lightning comes down. And when you see the lightning, you go, "Oh, that's the colossal titan." That's how the colossal titan just appears, and then you understand how the colossal titan can just suddenly disappear, right? And you go, "Ah, oh, someone's in the colossal titan. The colossal titan is a person." And then you realize that the armored titan must also be because they looked different, they acted different. These are people in titan suits as it were what are they up to why are they doing this what's going on and so these questions are of course the questions everyone else has and Aaron does not know the answer to and so now there's this whole trial who is Aaron? what's going on with him and they come to the conclusion that if Aaron really was an enemy of humanity he would have killed everyone by now so there's something else is going on and they need to find out what's going on and my favorite character Irvin the head of the scouts with the big bushy blonde eyebrows that I love Irvin uh basically says like give him to the scouts okay because it's possible he's the weapon he's the key to defeating the titans because if we have a titan on our side we could win the war against the titans now and so this might be unable to unlock the mysteries etc so they give control of Eren, they give jurisdiction of Eren to the scouts. The scouts take him out uh, into into the... Because remember, the walls are so big, there's actually, like, country. <laughs> there's countryside and wilderness. So they take him out to the wilderness into a little sort of shack uh, that the scouts have, uh, where they created... A, a meme got created because Levy, the, the total the most badass scout titan killing character in the show Levy is obsessed with cleanliness and is forcing Eren to re-clean things that he's cleaned already because they're not clean enough and it created this whole weird meme about Levy about cleaning um, but anyway um, they're there and they're trying to un unpack how Eren becomes a titan and how that works and um, they they realise that what, what they can do is hopefully they can use Eren's Titan form to plug up the hole that was broken by the Colossal Titan in the very first episode. 
they can go over there, they can block up the hole, and then start to reclaim the city, and great, okay? So, they decide to do this. And as they do an expedition outside of the walls to see what they can do with Eren and so on, they haven't worked out. They've worked out that Eren can transform by biting himself. He bites his hand, it hurts, he turns into a titan. That seems to be work, but they're not too sure how it works. They know he has to have intent behind it as well and so on. So, But he hasn't got full control, but he has enough control that they think if we get him out there, he might be able to do something. So they create this whole unit and there's this brilliant bit that you and I both love. Brilliant bit of world building of how the scouts navigate. Oh, yeah. Right? And the way they work, they have this whole formation built up and they each have um, a, a flare gun and different colored flares. And the different colors give a signal for what the scout group has to do in order to avoid titans. So if they see a titan on the right wing, someone on the right wing will shoot a red flare, then someone else a bit further and we'll shoot their red flare, which will mean that everyone knows now to shift slightly to the left. And so, so they, they go... fire a green one in the direction to go... Exactly, and, and they have these different things, and then they even have colours for if there's an abnormal uh, titan, a deviant titan. Because some titans act strangely. They're not like the armoured or colossal titan. They just act differently. They, Those are the ones that... You know, titans are pretty scary. These are the re- These are the... Oh, these are the Nightmare Titans. These are just even yeah. scarier. They're just weirder. They're, they've got a weirder face. Whatever. Just freaky. And so they so they do the Skype, scout thing and they go out. And then you get one of the creepiest intros to a character you've ever seen, which is the female Titan. <laughs> okay? And the female Titan just... You you see her running off, running towards the scouts in the distance, but you don't hear her yet. There's just silence. And then you start hearing the footsteps getting louder, but you can see her coming. Right? Because she's so far away, you can see her, but you can't hear her. Like, how... Do you know what I mean? Like, that's freaky. And it's just... Anyway, she comes in, she runs in, and she basically just destroys a whole bunch of the scouts. She just kills them mercilessly and easily. Um, And it's just this weird female titan. And it's it's plowing through the right wing. And on the right wing is Armin and Jean and Reiner, three of the scouts. And Armin comes to the conclusion that this titan, uh, that the female titan goes, uh, is attacking them and Armin gets knocked off his horse. She's about to kill Armin. She looks at him, lets him go and carries on running. And Armin realizes that this titan is not a regular titan, that this is a person in a titan suit. And Reiner's like, well, how can you figure that out? And he's like, well, because titans uh, eat people, but they don't eat them because they kill, want to kill them. We don't, they don't eat them because they're hungry or anything. They just eat them. They like eating people, but we, we don't really understand why. She isn't eating anyone. She's just killing them. So that tells me that she's not she's not like an abnormal or anything. This is a person in a titan suit. So uh, they're going to... And they come to the conclusion that she must be looking for Eren because she's looking at the people she's killing. So she must be looking for Eren. So Armin thinks that the only way they can stop uh, they, they start working out say well hold on where is Eren and Reiner and Jean are like Jean says well hold on I had Eren my plan said Eren was on the left wing Reiner says my plan said Eren was on the right wing and Armin says my plan also said he was on the right wing then Armin realises that er- everyone's been given a different plan of where er- Eren is so everyone's been in the same formation but no one knows where Eren is in the plan in the formation so he deduces that Eren must be in the safest point which is at the front of the formation 
And so the three of them decide to slow down the female Titan. And the way they're going to do this is they're going to put their hoods over their heads so that the female Titan can't see their faces. So she won't kill them because they won't, she won't know if she's fighting Eren or not. They go to fight her, but she's way too fast. She's way too good. She's uh, She immediately takes out Armin. She, she's about to kill Jean, and then Armin starts screaming, avenge that suicidal maniac, which is the... Um, the, sla- the uh, what do you call it? The nickname they used to give Eren because Eren was so crazy all the time in the when they were training. And she stops to take a look at Jean to make sure that it's not Eren. At which point, Reiner jumps up to attack the female Titan. The female Titan just sees him, grabs him with one hand, and starts crushing him. And you see this big spatter of blood, and you think oh, Reiner's dead. And then Reiner cuts his way out of her hand with his swords, picks up Armin, that he runs off with Jean. Big damn hero, saves everyone. And the ti- female Titan just looks at her hand as it heals up. She gets up and carries on running. And he's just like, what's going on? It's like, I don't know, but she's changed direction. She's running now towards the center. It's like, okay, something's going weird with this thing. And this builds and builds. And we see the female Titan uh, chase after the scouts. They lure her. The scouts go into this big forest. And it turns out that what they're doing is they're luring the female Titan into the forest. They lure her into the forest. um, And they capture her. (gasps) They've captured the female Titan. And they're going to cut open the female Titan, find out who's in the Titan. And that's when she does this weird scream and Titans rush into the forest and start eating her. And they realize that she must have been the one that called all the Titans to attack after they kicked in the wall. Because that's what she can do. She can call other Titans, right? So they lose control of the situation. Irvin is really uh, angry at himself because... Uh, he realizes that it was a mistake for him to presume he understood how Titans worked because there's absolutely no way they could know, right? These these Titans are so mysterious. They just, that he, he made a mistake in presuming too much that he understood them because she has this secret power. Plus, it turns out she can harden her skin. So when they cut, when they go to cut her, her skin hardens uh, in a certain point and the swords break. Like, what? So the female Titan escapes. Uh, and they realize now that the female Titan must be a traitor in the group. Who is it? Who's it going to be? Whatever. They they then decide, okay, we're going to get out of the forest. We're going to try and re- reconnoiter and everything. At which point, she comes back as the female Titan, kills Levy's team, fights Eren. Eren turns into a Titan. The two of them have this great fight in the middle of the forest. Uh, the female Titan beats Eren by kicking his head off, then takes Eren out of the nape of the fle- of the of the Titan form and starts to run off. And that's when Levi and Mikasa chase her down. And while she hardens her napes, they can't get to her. They sever all her other limbs so she's helpless. And they cut open her mouth, grab Eren and leave. So it's kind of a wash. <laughs> they, they lost loads of troops. <laughs> loads of people have died. Um, they've learnt nothing. And uh, they didn't get the female Titan, but they didn't lose Eren, so no score draw. Um, but they work out. They they tried, the, but this causes a huge problem uh, back in the city because they've lost all these people. They've got nothing to show for it, and but they know that there's a traitor, and they work out. Uh, I'm not going to get into it now. They work out that who the traitor is, and then you have this brilliant moment where they reveal who the traitor is, which is they've asked Annie. 
who was part of the scouts, but she's now part of the military police, so she was not on the mission or anything. They ask Annie to help her, help them through the centre, the the centre of the city, the third wall. They try to ask her to help her help them out because Aaron's under trial, so they want to smuggle him out. And there's this bit where they're going down under into the sewers of the city, and Annie won't follow them in. And and like and they go, come on, come down here, come down. What's the problem? She goes, no, no, I'm not going down there. And they go, Annie, just stop being ridiculous. She goes, I've just noticed all the roads are empty. And she looks at Armin and she goes, I'm glad I could be a nice person for you for just a little bit. And that's when the she she starts laughing and she's about to bite her hand. Right? And you go, <gasps> she's a titan. At which point all these people, they fire a flare. All these people just jump out of the back. They grab her to stop her from turning into a titan. And she has this metal ring on her hand. And she just flicks it open and there's a spike. And she pricks her finger, turns into the female titan. <gasps> she's the female titan. And there's this wonderful bit here in a show that's quite, you know, on the nose with a lot of its things, of subtext. Which is, now we know why the female titan didn't kill Armin because Annie has a thing for Armin right which is really I think I think it's really nice Annie has a thing for Armin Erin kind of has a thing for Annie Macassa has a thing for Erin they're teenagers so there's this whole thing going on and it's like it's playing into this <laughs> you know you've got this huge thing the stakes of humanity but it's kind of in the hands of teenagers and they're like I kind of like her so it's all going weird right so by the, by the way, that Annie was the female Titan is something that I called correctly <laughs> half an episode earlier. You did <laughs> before it was revealed with a, with a little clue because right? uh, there because there was one uh, one clue. However, I will also stress that this theory of I think Annie's the female Titan came from the same person that brought the theory of I think it's a Titan ray gun yes. that is turning people into Titans. Yes, um, yeah. So. Yeah, from Dumb and Dumber to Arrival. <laughs> exactly. So they have so they have this huge fight in the. Oh, we'll talk about the clue in, the, in a minute. Yeah, by the way. in the center of the town, they have this huge fight in the center of of the <coughs> of the city. Uh, and bear in mind, the center of the city is where all the richest people are. It's the safest point in the city, and they have two titans running around, fighting to the death, and they are smashing buildings and killing people. Like loads of people are dying. And Irvin is completely responsible for this. And there's this one... This is, I love Irvin. Because Irvin's... He just gets it. He goes, it doesn't matter how many people die. Because if we if we don't win, we've lost it. We're extinct. So we have to win. Like, that's it. It doesn't matter. You know? <laughs> it just it's, it doesn't matter. Casualties just don't matter in that sense. So there's this bit where there's uh, the people, the military police that are escorting them and everything. He They go like, okay, you know, I could shoot you now for being... A, for, for treason, for getting all these people. Goes, yeah, that's fine if you want to. But by the way, if you do, here's the things you need to consider. And he starts giving him the rest of his plan of all the contingencies, all the logistics of you. You need to make sure that the female Titan doesn't escape. You need to make sure that Eren survives. You need to make sure that... And just going through it and the guy's, wait, where? It's like, you want, you want to, if you want to kill me, that's fine, but you just have to make sure that we don't <laughs> lose. And the guy's like, okay, okay, you, you're in charge. You do what you want. He's like, all right, then, fine. And off he goes to do the thing because he's Irvin. He's a big damn hero and he's awesome. Um, and so the, the fight builds and builds and builds and um, they eventually, they beat Annie. They take him down. Eren... Uh, loses control and is about to eat Annie, right? He's lost control. He rips open the nape and he's going to eat Annie. And when he sees Annie, remember what I said, Aaron, Aaron isn't sure if he's if he's just really likes Annie or if he actually has strong feelings for her. He can't tell if they're romantic or just platonic, right? But he looks at her and he sees her and she's crying. 
She's, a, she's in the mech suit, but she's crying with her eyes closed. He doesn't eat her. There's this big flash of light, and that weird armor-hardening thing goes all around Annie, and she's, like, blocked, like, in this big block of, of impenetrable plotonite that they can't break, right? And you go, like, what? And that's the end of the season. You're like, no, 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 no. Annie has all the secrets. You can't end there. No, no, no. And what I didn't know <laughs> is that there's a post-credit sequence because as Annie tries to escape, she climb, tries to climb up the wall and she breaks a bit of the wall and there are titans inside the wall. What? Right? You go, okay, fine. There are titans now. So the second season starts and what they've done is they've cordoned off the entire regiment group that of that Annie and Erin came from because this seems to be infested with titans. So they've put them in a in a castle in the wilderness somewhere. And they've come up with a plan which is they've discovered that the wall the reason it's impenetrable and the reason it's so tough is because it's made out of the same stuff that the female titan could make her skin out of. So the Titans have made the... Somehow the Titans made the walls for some reason. The walls are Titans. That's why they can't be breached. But who did this? How? Why? They're not sure. But what they realise is if Eren can make his skin hardened, it's possible they can take him and block up the wall that way, using his hardened skin to block up the wall so it can't break again. So that's the plan that they intend to do. They intend to do that. But as they go to do that, Titans appear inside the wall again. But this time, the wall hasn't been breached. So where did the titans come from? Oh, and then there's this weird ape beast titan that's walking around, and it can speak. It speaks. It's totally and utterly able to speak. So someone is piloting it and turning people into titans or something? What is going on? This is crazy. Which is when I hopped back to the titan ray gun theory. This is when you had the titan ray gun theory. And um, you're going, wait, what's going on? Then the rest of the scouts are the, as I said, the Reiner, Bert Holt, Connie, uh, Sasha, Emir, Krista. They're all the the rest of Eren's group that they've been sequestered away. They've been they've been rushed away because they realised none of them could be traders, none of them could be titans because there's this beast titan and all this stuff going on. So okay, let's get them. They get them to the, they find them this castle. They get to the castle. It's at night time. Titans don't move around at night, so everything's fine. They're in the castle, uh, and that's when Titans attack them at night. What the hell is going on? None of this makes any sense anymore. The Titans kill all the scouts that are protecting them. It's just these guys left, uh, and just as they're all about to die, Emir turns out to be a Titan. What? So she starts fighting the Titans, and you go, what is going on? She saves the scouts, but almost dies in the process. She's left missing an arm and a leg. And then the other scouts, Eren and the rest, show up. And they show up there, and it's like, what was going on in this? What? What's going on? There's no hole in the wall. Where did these titans come from? What? What's this beast titan? Emira is a titan. What's going on? I don't understand. It's daytime. They're sitting on the wall. They're trying to collect things, trying to regroup. There's no hole in the wall. None of this makes sense. What's going on? Reiner 
um, who had to fight a titan during the night and almost got killed but saved Connie in the process and okay it's all going well and Reiner's just like completely lost it because it's the second time he's almost died because he almost died fighting the female titan remember and now he's almost died here and he can't take it and Berthold who's his best friend and they're always hanging out together Berthold's like dude don't worry we'll get to our hometown we're really close why don't we just go to our hometown he's like yes let's go to our hometown that sounds like a great idea and the other scouts going well where are the titans coming from there's no hole in the wall and then Reiner goes hey Aaron can I talk to you for a second and Aaron's like sure what is it he goes yeah so Aaron I'm the armored titan and he's the colossal titan and five years ago we tried to kill humanity and you're like wait what and then it just as he says this it's the camera is panning away as if they're having a regular conversation and then it cuts back to the other scouts going yeah so what's going on this is really weird and then it cuts back to him and it's like yeah I'm yeah, I'm the armored type, and we try to kill everyone. So, look, if you come with us, we don't have to kill anyone anymore. And Aaron's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like that. And, and you, you go, wait, what? And and then Aaron goes, hold on, you're you're just you're you're going crazy, right? Like you're just tired, isn't isn't that it? It's like, did you really think like if you are the armored titan? Did you think I would just say, yes, let's go? And you see this brilliant picture of Ryan who's going, oh. <laughs> he realizes his enormous mistake and Bert Holt behind him going like, dude, what did you just do? And it's like, uh, 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 and it's like, yeah, so uh, let's just say you're tired and let's move on from this. And Ryan's like, no, no, it's too late now. And he takes off the sling where he was bitten by the, the, uh, the other Titan and it should be broken and messed up, but it's actually perfectly healed and there's steam coming. And he's like, yes, he is a Titan. He's like, what? And then Bert Holt does the whole, Reiner, are we doing it right here, right now? Which I know in Japanese because I've seen this scene so many times. He goes, yes, we're doing it now. And then Mikasa attacks them both, almost kills them, but Reiner knocks her off the wall. And then, and then there's the armored Titan, the colossal Titan. And what? That was like episode five in the season. And you say, what okay. has happened? Push on. Get the rest of the season. We need to go further into the season. Oh, I did. Oh, that's as far as we need to go. That's we don't need to go any further than that. Okay. You good? (sighs) Deep breath. So there's two big things that (laughs) we wanted to talk about. Just two. (laughs) Just two. There's only two things we wanted to talk about, but they're massive, of course. First one: insight. (laughs) The insight. We talk about rush of insight when the gap opens up and you just your mind casts back to all these things, right? When he says that, Luke's reaction, my reaction, Matt's reaction, every person on YouTube's reaction is exactly the same, which is he says this phrase. He goes, so five years ago, we started our war with humanity. And then it cuts to hunger going like, something's weird with the war, right? And everyone's reaction is, mm-hmm. no, no, wait. As you just, <laughs> it takes a second. And then as soon as you said, no, wait, what, what? Before you have a chance, as soon as it clicks what you just said, that's when you see the the phrase, so I'm the armor titan, he's the colossal titan. And you go, mm. that, and you throw yourself back and go, no. Like, you, if I remember what you said, wait, no, fuck off. And you were around it. <laughs> I did, right? yeah. Like that, and you were around it. And everyone's reaction's the same. And it's just like, ah, oh, wait, what? And your mind goes flooding back through the show. And and I I had a week to wait, Luke. Right, I had to wait because by the way, the episode, the cliffhanger of this episode is uh, 
Reiner becomes the armored titan, picks up Eren, jumps off the wall as Bertolt is becoming the colossal titan, right? And as he goes down, Eren just goes, you massive traitors, bites his hand, turns into his titan and goes to throw a punch and to be continued. A week. I had to wait a week for this. And in that week, I went back and rewatched season one of Attack on Titan to see all the clues. I went, there's no way they set this up. First scene of Reiner and Bertholdt, the very first time you see them, is a total, ridiculous, obvious, obvious clue that was... It's the lineup episode three. Yes. Go on, explain. There's a few clues we want to talk about because this is just how good okay. it is. The very third episode three, the very first scene of episode three, after the wall has been fallen, they've decided to sign up for the scouts. You see all of them being chewed out in the scouts, and you have that wonderful bit where Sasha is eating a potato in the lineup. Because you're eating a potato in the lineup. She goes, Yeah, would you like half? Right? And then there's two people walking along watching the drill sergeant do his full metal jacket routine. He goes, How come he's not picking up on those guys? And he goes, like, oh, well, they've seen real combat. And he walks past a bunch of cadets and doesn't chew them out. And who does he walk past? Eren, Emir, Annie, Reiner, Bertholdt, and Mikasa. With the exception of Mikasa, every single one of those characters has turned out to be a titan. Every single one, right, <laughs> is a titan except Mikasa, and she gets her own shot. So, like, what's going on with Mikasa, right? So that's the very first time you see them and from that moment I went up so for that week every time I saw a shot like that I took a screenshot and sent it to Matt going sons of bitches right (laughs) because it's consistent throughout the thing you get this huge rush of insight into who the colossal and armored titan are and what they've been up to and the kind of lies that they must have been telling for example um, when Annie uh, when Reiner attacked Annie the female titan and he gets caught before that happens armin says remember what i said armin says put the hood over your head so she can't tell who you are okay reiner before he goes uh, before he odms his way up to her takes down his hood and he jumps up and annie catches him and she smiles at him and you think ah female titan smiling because she caught him because it's so easy and he she's got one up She's smiling because she's letting Reiner know that, oh, yeah, don't worry, dude, I've got you. I know. I know who it is. They're, that's how they're communicating. And therefore, how did she know where where Eren uh, was in the formation? Because Reiner carved it into her hand. And that's why she's staring at her hand when he jumps out and why she let them run away. And, <laughs> and on and on it goes. And on and on it goes. Cannonball? Oh, the cannonball scene. So the, remember I mentioned the cannonball scene where he does that? You see the big bolt of lightning and you go, oh, of course the Colossal Titan also appears in a big bolt of lightning. Well, when that happens, it cuts to all the other scouts as they see the lightning crash. And who reacts to the lightning? Reiner. Reiner's <gasps> ODM straight towards it. Every, followed by... Everybody else. Uh, everyone else is frozen. Everyone else frozen, panicking. No what is that? Why is there smoke? And those... Three Annie, characters. Reiner and Bartholt straight off. When they do, it. when the Colossal Titan shows up for the second time, right, and they and he kicks in the wall the second time. Remember, uh, they've just like they finished training. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, we're all gonna. It's, and it just shows up and disappears. Right, as the fight's happening, Reiner, Annie, and Bertholdt are standing there. And there's a bit where Annie turns to Reiner and goes, "So, shall we just do it now, or wait?" And he goes, "Wait till everyone's together." 
<laughs> like straight there, right there. They they're constantly those three characters. You go back, you didn't notice it the first time. You go back, you watch it a second time. Those three characters, every scene they're in, they're pretty much going <clears throat> totally tight Titans, right? That's what we are. <laughs> totally Titans. Okay. So there's this huge rush of insight that that goes through the shows. You just remember everything all these little scenes that they were in like hold on wait a minute and you think no there's no way they tricked me there's no way they could have tricked me that well and you go back and you watch it and like they tripped you every single time they were on screen but it's to the point where it it, it is all but in plain sight yes right but you love the annie the annie line yeah the only reason i i didn't actually think that annie was a titan i remember seeing the episode hearing the line and texting Bass saying, yeah, totally worked it out. (laughs) This is a reasonable explanation for this line. Somebody says to... She's standing... um, This is after the female Titan forest scene. Uh, So the female Titan is now gone. Uh, And Annie is uh, standing looking super grumpy and somebody walks past her and comments on it and says, yeah, you look so angry when you're sleeping. Mm. And I thought... They've they've kind of made references to like the whole dream like because they, when they're in the Titan, Eren has these dreams, doesn't right. he? And I thought, yeah, if I were, if Annie was the female Titan, that would be a really good, really good line to drop. Okay, yeah. it's, it's it's probably her. Also, it's probably a ray gun. <laughs> but also, <laughs> you picked up on that, but you didn't pick up until you went back and saw her fighting technique. Oh jeez, I love that <laughs> so much. So when you see Eren and the female Titan fight, the female Titan does this stance. Oh Christ! Yeah. And you forget that you've seen that stance already. Eren doesn't. Eren actually goes ah oh, before she kicks his head off. Really? Yes. <laughs> He's about to say Annie, but he gets his head kicked off before he can say anything because he recognizes it. Yeah. But we didn't. Episode seven. This is, by the way, also why Eren won't fully accept Annie as the female Titan. Because he has feelings for her. Right. Despite the fact that it's quite obvious that it's her. Right? Because Mikasa doesn't like Annie because Annie likes... uh, Because Eren likes Annie. And so that's why she goes, yeah, well, she looks like Annie. Bit fatty. (laughs) Big fat nose, right? Like, Mikasa doesn't like Annie at all. It's hilarious, right? These little things. Um, Yeah, they they do even show you when it's revealed that it is Annie, they they cut to the fight with Eren and... Yeah, in the training camp. uh, No, the fight with Eren uh, as Titans. Yes. Then they superimpose on top of that. Yes. The image of him fighting her in the training camp in, like, episode whatever it is. Three. In in the early, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, yep, yep, it was there. Yeah, it was always there. And that's also why she can kick the crap out of everybody at training camp. Right. Why she's so good. And it's why you start to trust the author because, like, yeah, you've... This yeah. is like you know we talked about Babylon Five, the, like the rewards of long form plotting. Yeah. Like you can do things like this. You can set something up this far in advance, mm. and 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 like you just you just start picking up on all these little uh, things, um, like the, the 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 training and the the dreaming and all these things. And there's and it's just like oh, oh how did I not see that? And it's like <laughs> and yes. What's more is there's a whole bunch more when you when you start thinking of the show like this, mm. and you're like, okay, so this bit and this bit and this bit, and these are all pointing towards this, mm. and then you realise that there's another seventy percent of the show, which has probably been pointing to something else, and you you don't know. 
Yeah, I know, right? But so, but it probably is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because I fully expect. By the way, I know now why I was so. As you were talking, I know now why I was so angry and why I swore at the t- why I swore at Attack on Titan Got when on. they said like, "Oh yeah, I'm the I'm the colossal <laughs> Titan." Fuck off. <laughs> Rewind it. It's because when you're watching shows like this and when there's that mystery, um, the 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 perfect. That's not the perfect. The conventional way to drop it is to just have it you reveal it just after the audience has figured it out right yeah like just they, at that moment just yeah. at that moment so the audience goes like uh, oh shit Bruce Willis is a ghost yeah. bam he's a ghost you're like oh my god it was right there because it yeah. gives you that joy like yeah. oh, it was smart enough to work it out Yeah, and because <laughs> all this time since since episode 8 he's revealed to be a titan you're like oh shit other people are titans wait that means the colossals are titan so I'm thinking this is the finale of the entire goddamn show and just midway oh yeah by the way it just I, just I felt it was an affront like the show was just going no I'm in control it's just, here's how I'm giving it's you the so casually dropped he just drops it like it's just like whatever dude yet yeah. I'm totally the armoured titan I've been behind everything <laughs> like and Bert Holt behind him is just like <laughs> he even says like Reiner what are you doing <laughs> and just like you're not thinking this through man I think this was a conversation they had in the writer's room you said there's I think there's only one writer fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> there might be two. Um, oh, God, because it's com- the graphic novel, of yeah. course. It is, course yeah, it's it the manga, yeah. the shonen. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> but it's... It, but it, <laughs> you just don't... You don't expect it to, to come like that, like, to, to come out like that. You ex- As you say, like... It's, or either they're going to reveal it in this big dramatic moment or the main character figures it out in a big dramatic moment you don't expect the character to accidentally just go whoops um, <laughs> and the thing is like, and as I said about insight into these characters you realise something Reiner and Bertholdt are 17 18 years old they took the wall down 5 years ago which means they were 12 at the time Something like that, right? They they were kids. So the colossal titan, that big scary thing, that's scaring, and Aaron's like, oh, yeah, my mommy, and all that stuff. Mm. The colossal titan's the same age as Aaron. In that scene, he's a kid, mm. right? So then you realise a couple other things. Annie's a kid, as well. We know this, right? Because we knew as soon as we found out Annie's the titan, we know like there's people in charge of Annie. Um, so we know that Annie Annie has parents. Uh, they're in charge of her. She's been sent on this by a mission, we presume, by the Eight Colossal. And we think like she's a child warrior that's been sent by them. But it turns out the Colossal and Armored Titan are also the child warriors. They're not mm. in charge of this, right? So wait, where are they from? Right? We go, wait, where are they from? And then you realize Bertholdt and Reiner have been living this fake double life as refugees amongst the people they killed since they were 12 for five years and Reiner was just talking about how he has almost died twice in this thing he clear they clearly have a purpose to being here right to being to taking down the walls and everything and we know it's not just to kill human beings. If it was just to kill human beings, they would have done it already. So they're waiting for something. And he makes the point, hey, Aaron, if you come with us, we don't have to take down any more walls. 
right? Mm. So why is taking Eren relevant? What's Eren got to do with this? Eren doesn't know what the hell's going on. What? So you realize that they've been sent here on a mission by a group of people we don't know anything about who live outside the walls. They must do, right? Who can turn to titans. We don't know anything about these people. These are kids that have been sent here. And Reiner has lost it. And there's a great bit where Bertholdt, who is silent throughout the whole... He barely talks. Reiner talks a lot. He's friendly with everyone. Bertholdt's kind of, like, quiet and hanging around Reiner. And Annie is deliberately antisocial. Reiner's the one everyone loved and trusted. And he can't compartmentalise him being the armoured titan and their best friend, right? And there's this bit... They even, and they if you watch season uh, one and two again, you'll see it constantly... Reiner says either identifies himself as a soldier or a warrior. When he refers to himself as a warrior, he's the armored titan. When he refers to himself as a soldier, he's the good guy Reiner. And there's times where Bertholdt will say to him specifically, like, do you mean a soldier or a warrior's duty? There's a bit where they're in the castle and Reiner has just be you know, he's just saved Connie and he's bleeding from the Titan attack and everything. He's just saved him because Ugh, I'm such an idiot, you know, for all this thing. And he goes and he's like he starts beating himself up about it. And Connie and Connie's like, you know, he's always throwing him into himself into these life and death situations. Was he always like that? And Bertolt goes, No. He used to be more of a warrior. Mm-hmm. And Reiner just goes, looks at him, and goes, Ugh, I don't know. and he just looks back at him and you're like, They've been talking like this for two seasons, right? And so you realise that Berthold has been watching Reiner lose his grip on, on his sanity, but he hasn't got a clue what to do about it, right? And I remember, I remember the scene, this, by the way, Matt Anglis, if I call him on his phone, the picture is Reiner, <gasps> when Aaron goes, what did you think was going to happen if you tell, like, you think I'd say yes? And he's like, <gasps> look at that, he realises it's a mistake. That's the picture, because that is the face I have pulled playing Battlestar Galactica, Right? <laughs> In, when we play board games where one of you is a traitor, like Galactica takes three hours, one, a couple of you are Cylons. I have done things stupidly as the Cylon go, yeah, so like we're totally Cylons. Like, I'm not a Cylon though, Bess. That was the other side. Oh, I've made a huge mistake. Well, we've <laughs> lost the game, guys. I have done those stupid things. I'm like, I can't keep it together for three hours. This is a teenager who's kept, tried to keep it together for five years. And you realise, like, the... You realise the enormous amount of pressure these guys have been under to hide. Hmm. And no one's done that before. No one's ever... No one's bothered to do that. Like, these... I, I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised if we discover more and more about them and Reiner and Berhold turn out to be, like, the heroes of the show. <laughs> you know? Like, it's, it's just... You realise how much pressure these characters have been under. It's just this huge rush of insight from just him going... Yeah, so five years ago. <laughs> I, cro- I crossed that one in my notes and I realised that we, we didn't mention that one, but what? this is one of the what, one of the greatest like middle fingers up at the audience <laughs> that this show does, is when they're on the castle. Oh, speaking of middle fingers up at the audience, have you seen the, the gif of the colossal titan poking its head up above the wall? Yes. And put, yes. <laughs> just like doing its fit, flipping the bird as it goes up and down the wall, which is great. Um... 
Uh, it's where yeah, when they're on the cur- castle, oh. and Holt and Reiner are there, and the Titans are down below, and they yes. think they're about to yeah, be the, 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 Yeah, the Titans are just about to kill them in the castle, and the, and Emir hasn't turned into a Titan yet. No, no, Emir has turned into a Titan. Yeah, she's fighting all the Titans, but uh, the way she's fighting them is by using the tower against them by throwing them. So the tower is collapsing, so they're about to fall into all the Titans, and. Uh, is it Bert Holt? Bert Holt. Yeah, the colossal a, titan. Yeah, it cuts to them on top of the castle, and somebody's in the forefront doing some sort of shouting. Yeah, Krista, Krista is yeah. like shouting to Emir to tear the tower down and and, and in, to kill the titan. And in the so. background, Bert Holt is just there, about to bite his hand exactly. and turn into he's a titan. He's just totally about to yeah. do it. And just you're he's like, just you right son there. Of a, you son of a come on, he's spinning the ball on his finger. <laughs> just take it. And you just got this sense, yeah, like the middle finger is like, no, I'll never see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's like hand drawn. Yeah, so they're, they're just getting better. I think it's brilliant. funny because so many people are anxious about like how do we cons- how do we make sure that the audience doesn't see this coming? And like Titan is just like, dude, you will know. We are literally showing you things. Like characters are so- like it's it's like you can imagine. Say like, we thought you would have picked it up by now. So literally, we have one of our characters go, "I am." The armor titan, like, I'm totally that. Okay, like it's just yeah. It's like wait, no, really. Um, I think that's an interesting point that I would circle back to later, but I I don't want to I don't want to forget it. Um, yeah. The point that when you have things like this, when you have when you plan for reveals as a writer, you do have a tendency to hold back, right? And yes. People do get anxious. Like, I don't want to give it away too early. I don't yes. Go, well, here's an example of yeah. Well, okay. How do they get away with that then? Because everything happens on the surface level makes complete and total sense. Right. None of it doesn't. There's a bit... With um, the exception of him kind of by his hand. You, you don't notice that's in the background. You don't yeah, even notice yeah, yeah. it. But it, it's, uh, you don't notice that he's like about to... There's no emphasis on it. They don't put any emphasis where they don't want you to look, but they put it there. The characters act completely consistently. There's a bit when... um at the beginning of season two where the titans uh, have somehow got inside the walls and they don't know how and they're like has, has the wall been breached what's going on and Reiner turns to Bertholdt and just goes has the wall been breached he asks him specifically yeah. because the two of them should know because there's only three of them inside the walls <laughs> and two of them are there and they know Eren's not doing it so Annie's not doing it so what's going on right so these characters are, are, are constantly acting in a way that is consistent with what you know and furthermore and we'll get to this in a minute um, you think you know more than you do. Yeah. So when they do stuff, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I've worked that out. You join a couple of dots together and go, yep, yeah, I solved the mystery, right? And they go, you fools. You fools. You silly fools. You think you understand what's going on. You know nothing, nothing at all. And so that that's how, um, you see, the, the reason we get all this insight from these characters, the reason that we don't see it coming is it comes from the originality. The the writer uh, and the makers of, of Attack on Titan know the world so well, right? They know the characters so well, and they know the story so well that they can set things up, right? Because he knows Reiner and Bertholdt are the colossal one of the Titan. He knows why they're doing this. He knows what's going on. He has the whole backstory in his head. Everything's sorted out. He's plotted everything out. He knows the world. He knows the world so well, it's like, look, here's how the formation works. 
Here's why they use torches at night rather than other forms of light because if a titan comes, you can drop the torch, it, the light goes out, they can't follow you and you can run, right? I mean, it, things like that. Another example of that, the world has been built to such a degree yes. that there's enough lore that they can cram it in in the bits in between scenes on those little freeze yeah. frames, right? Like, oh, by the way, this is how this bit of the world works yeah. and this is why they use torches. Here's how the economy works. Yeah. Here's how this. Here's works. how tall. The, like, here's a bit of information they have on time. Like, how tall some of them are. Exactly. All that stuff. All that stuff is known to a point where they can create a really original turning point where they go, "Look, if you have a child warrior hidden behind enemy lines, pretending to be somebody's friend for five years, at some point he's just going to snap." And so here is the most original reveal of a villain you've ever seen. Right? You've never seen anything like this. It's in character, it's in world, it's set up, it's paid off, and it's going to create more setups and payoffs to come because of what's going on in the story and everything like that. And because of all that, and in the surface, the surface of the show is compelling before you find Eren out as a Titan. And then you discover Eren as a Titan. So now you're looking for who are Titans. And then, and so what happens is you are so drawn into this world it's so well realized and everything you the you are you're you're just so primed for everything and they know when to hit you with the right bit and it's just built out of all this original research into these characters and into this world and it generates these incredible unique original insightful choices into the world and into the characters there's levels to it it's not just one thing. And, you know, I mentioned Babylon 5. It reminds me of the shadows. Mm. At first you think the shadows are just this, and then you discover more about the shadows and more and more, and eventually you go, wow, that's what the shadows were about. Mm. Okay? And it's the same thing. You go, oh, I think I know this. I think I know that. Oh, hold on a minute. I really don't know this stuff. And they keep revealing more and more to it. And it's almost like... I mean, I, I, Here's the my problem. I haven't read up how this guy designed this stuff. Because I absolutely will not have it spoiled. <laughs> okay, so I want to find out more, but I have to wait till I've till the show's yeah. over. Uh, normally, if there wasn't a manga, it wouldn't be a problem. You just read up about it because it wouldn't spoil yeah. it, right? Yeah, but yeah. because there's a manga, there's no way to. I've tried. There's no way to navigate this without getting, having stuff spoiled. You can't do it. So I'm trying to find. Uh, so I, I can't find that. Out, but I, I would love to find out, like how he decided this is the right moment to reveal them and so on. But when you watch the show, you go, yeah, you have to know, because the thing is, the show says, here's a mystery, and then it blocks you, and you think, oh, it's going to tease me. But then it goes, no, no, you're going to go from this direction, and in this direction, you're going to find something out that you didn't expect to find out, but it's the answer to another question that you were asking before, and it just keeps going out like that, you know? Mm. You think Annie's going to give you the answers. They block Annie off. Okay, fine, so that plot line's done. What's the next one? Well, there's Titans in the Walls. Oh, okay, that's the new mystery. Let's find out. Yeah, we're not going to answer that. We're going to ask who the Armored and Colossal Titans are. Wait, what? Yeah, now we're going to answer about Emir. Wait, that wasn't even a question. Yeah, but you're going to find out how Titans come into being through Emir. Wait, really? And it's just like, yeah, okay, here, enjoy that. And you're just like, oh, and you're just being complete. And then all the characters in the show, how do they react to all this? Oh, what's going on? Right? They, they can't process it. There's a great bit when they find out Titans are in the walls. Okay? And uh, someone tells Irvin, who could have imagined Titans were in the walls? And Irvin says, no one did. No one imagined it. There were people who knew and the people who didn't. And that's it. It's just like, he's right. You never asked that question. Yeah. You never considered it. And as soon as they go, Titans are in the walls, 
your mind rushes back and you go, I just realized I don't even know how they built them. <laughs> right? Yeah. They just said there's walls and they've been there for a hundred years and you go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where did those walls come from? How did they build them that high? There's no signs that they've been built in stages. Of course there's Titans in there. No, wait, right? And it's literally like these... It's like, you know, the walls are like these boundaries. And you go, yeah, I want The audience just doesn't ask what you go. Hey, suspension of disbelief, right? Yeah, all right, then. <laughs> you fools, suspend your disbelief, will you? And it's like, well, you know, we get to that point where it's like, it just punishes you for being arrogant enough to think that you've been paying attention. It's like, you didn't know, did you? You thought you knew stuff, but you didn't. I know more than you. Bam. Like that. And it's just so rewarding to watch the layers of this show get peeled back. And you always think you've got the next bit. And it's just like, no, you really haven't. Because, and it's not, and here's the thing what it isn't doing. It isn't doing the final five Cylon crap. Where it's just like, rule change. No rule changes. It's not just going, oh, here's that. It's proper, it's proper storytelling. All this stuff is out in the open at the very, very beginning. And they just, they know that you will not ask those questions. They put other questions in your mind. They manage your expectations so perfectly. And then they pay them off. And you go, wow. Here's how you, here's how you tell the difference between the final five and the, by the way, we've been... <laughs> <laughs> by the way, five years ago, we, did, we started a war on humanity. Um, <laughs> It's uh, obviously there's that setup, and they have that whole. Oh, we're going to reveal it. We're going to reveal yeah. it. When you find out who the final five are, you don't go, "Oh my god, what does it mean for these characters?" You yeah. go, "That doesn't make any sense. How yeah. dare you change the rules? Yeah. Wait, how can Saul be a when he's a yes?" Whereas obviously in this, you go, oh, "How have they? Like, how does Reiner cope?" Like, yeah, and you you suddenly realize. Yeah. It's just your mind it jumps backwards and then jumps forwards. There, yeah. Whereas the with forwards. Final Five, you jump backwards and you go, "This doesn't make any sense." And then you realise there's no forward momentum to it. Yeah, they know the Final Five, and mm. so what? The the forward momentum with Titan is the thing that interests me the most because up until this point, really, the one question which has stayed consistent mm. in my head is, "Who's the Colossal?" Who's the armored, right? <laughs> done and they and it's just like oh, it's it, it's done, and it, I just expected the wind to be taken out of yeah the sails, right? But now there's this hot. I just yeah. feel like I was just asking stupid questions. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> right. far more. At work. I mean, you were asking the questions you were meant to be asking, yeah. right? But by doing it this way, it's like your you you just your mind blows open. You're like, wait, yeah. what? You just delve further In into this words, world. In other words, like, what's the show really about? What's going on? Yeah. And you go, because at first you think, like, okay, the story is War with the Titans. Yeah. And then you go, okay, Eren's a Titan. Okay. But they're still fighting the Titans. Yeah. And then you go, yeah, these guys are the Titans. You go, okay. They're fighting the Titans, though. And then they go, but they're not really the bad guys. No, wait, what? <laughs> and so, remember, there's a bit after the after they reveal this, um, Reiner, Butthole, Ymir, and Eren are in a forest. And... Aaron's like, so who is the enemy? And Emma goes, if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. And you're like, no, 
just there's a great bit actually where that Emir, who clearly knows stuff but is not on Reiner and Bertholdt's team, and Reiner and Bertholdt. Emir's a terrific character. She's awesome. She's three, such a wild card. Wild card! Those three characters are talking about what they know. Okay, let's get to that scene because we're talking about like consistency and stuff. Okay. So after um, they, they reveal that they are the Titans, Eren and the Armored Titan have a fight. The Colossal Titan grabs Emir, who's missing an arm and a leg, but they're growing back. Grabs Emir. They have a big fight. They manage to win and they escape. Right, and they rush off into the forest, and so you've got Reiner and, and Bert Holt, and they've got Emir and uh, Eren, and Eren's missing his hands, and Emir's missing an arm and a leg, but they're growing back, and they're in the forest, and Emir is talking to them. Now, here's the thing: Reiner and Bert Holt recognize Emir's Titan form as a Titan who ate their friend Marcel when they were kids. Okay, and Emir, it turns out. <laughs> Jeez, I just realized later. I, I, you know, okay, I'm not going to get into that. We don't need to know that. Here's the point. Emir is over 70 years old, okay? She looks like she's still a teenager, the same age then, but she's over 70 years old. And the reason she's over 70 years old is she became a titan. She was turned into a titan as punishment 70 years ago or 60 years ago and she's been running around as a titan ever since and then she ate their friend Marcel and when she did she became a normal person who can turn into a titan in other words the power of that titan shifting can be transformed can be transferred from titan to from person to person right which might explain why titans are eating people because they're trying to turn back into human form because maybe all titans are people wait they are right it's just crazy okay so Ymir knows stuff. Reiner and Berthold know stuff. Ymir knows stuff about them. And they're talking about it. And they're talking about it as three people who know exactly what they're talking about. They explain nothing. They talk in shorthand. They use the right terminology and everything. And there's a bit where Aaron loses it and goes, What are you all talking about? Someone explain it to me, which is exactly what you're sitting there going like, no, wait, what is the coordinate? Stop. Explain that to me. And they don't, because why would they? Why would Reiner explain what the coordinate is to Berthold? Berthold already knows what it is. He doesn't need to explain it to him. Emir doesn't need to explain anything about Titan shifting to those two because they know all about it. She doesn't need to explain anything about Marcel or what happened or this or that. She knows stuff about the real history of the world. She knows what's been going on for the last... It's like, sh- they all know this stuff. Aaron hasn't got a clue. So when Aaron asks for explanations and they go, yeah, not, we don't need to tell you. They're right. They don't need to. And this so we're just like, this is... how these characters would act in this yeah, situation. Yeah, and because of that, you get sucked into this world more and more and more. And when characters act a certain way and they do a certain thing, it's consistent. And then you go back and you rewatch it and you go, geez everyone's been acting the way they should have been acting in this way. Like, one of the big questions was, if the Colossal Titan is a traitor inside the walls, why hasn't he just turned into the Colossal Titan and trashed the place again? Why don't they just keep doing it? Right? Why? That was the big question. It's like, it makes perfect sense why. You go back and you watch, you go, you completely understand why Reiner and Bert Holt do all the things they do. Nothing they do is contrived or forced. It's exactly the right thing to do. Why? Because they're looking for the coordinate. Why are they looking for the coordinate? You don't know yet, but it makes even more sense the more you get to know about it and stuff. And it's just like, oh, 
Of course. Of course they couldn't attack after the first wave. That makes perfect sense why. Of course they couldn't do this because of this. They couldn't do that because of that thing and that thing. It just makes more and more sense. And you go, wow, this is brilliant. And it can only come from researching into the world and understanding it. And my, as I say, I haven't read really how he designed it, but I kind of can't help but feel what he must have done is he must have come up with the barest, most boring version of this story and then started adding layers on top. Do you know what I mean? I do not. Okay. How how would you create this world? One way you could create this world is this. You could go, okay, what if there's these weird, sexless human things running around eating people? Yeah, but why? Okay, what about this reason? Okay. And you're trying to work out motivations and reasons backwards. Yeah. Which is what shows like Galactica did with the Cylons. Yeah. And when you do that, you're desperately trying to con- con- uh, connect things. And it becomes almost impossible because you're creating things that aren't connected mm. and you're trying to connect them. And so invariably, either if there is no connection, you force one. And so it feels forced. It feels contrived. Characters act the wrong way. Characters behave the wrong way and so on, right? The other way, though, that I would think this is done is he went, okay, what is this story? And he goes, well, okay. And he comes up with a just a bland version of this story, which is what's going on. Right, this war that's happening between humans and titans, how it came about, all that. So, oh yeah, what if there's this thing going on like that? Okay, fine. And then from there, he started going, okay, what if I don't tell people about this bit? Hmm. And if I don't tell people about this bit? And instead of trying to uncover connections, it's like he's hiding them piece by piece. So you can't, you the other way around. With- everything it's all out in the open no expert yeah everything's just clear out like that and then it's like okay if I tell it from this point of view this character wouldn't know XYZ so I don't need to tell anyone about XYZ okay and then if I if I come up with this lie then suddenly XYZ makes sense but not because of the reason of what they're doing but because of something else and then do you see what I mean? Mm. It's, it's it's also really hard to say. I, I, let's let's think of it this way. Um, you come up with a story. You go like this. Wouldn't it be great? Okay, how about this cool story where like a kid discovers he can turn into this big monster and he can fight these monsters and there's these big monsters outside and he's one of the monsters that can fight back and so on. Isn't that cool? And then you go, okay, what if the kid doesn't know he can do that? And then you go, well, what if no one knows you can do that? What if the monsters, no one thinks they're human? Um, what if you divorce the start of the war from then to a hundred years beforehand? What if you do, and you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you start concealing things that were out in the open rather than trying to invent, instead of trying to invent a mystery and then solve the answer yourself, you've come up with a basic story and then you start going, okay, what can I do to start creating a mystery off of it? You go the other way around. So like, you know, everyone go like, you know, Darth Vader, I am your father, right? That wasn't intended. That's a great insight. You go, wow, what a great insight. That's that's that way of doing it, right? Yeah. But other times you go, no, no, it, Westworld, for example, you know, it's like, okay, I know exactly what's going on. I'm going to start hiding these things. Like, because Westworld, you could go like, what happens? Okay, how about this? Uh, Ford and um, Arthur, was it Arthur? Artie? Something like that, right? Bernard. It was Bernard. Bernard. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other guy that... Yeah, it was Bernard. Yeah. Right? Um, these guys invent the park. 
His associate discovers they're sentient. This, this, you play it straight. Yeah. And you go, okay, how do I turn that into a mystery? Okay, let's go back. Okay, where do I start the story? After he's been killed. I take that, I'm putting that off scene. You don't see that happen. Okay, what else do I need to change? Uh, and so on, right? And I'm going to conceal his identity. You never you never see this guy. Okay, fine. And you start building it and you go, okay, then they're going to question that. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Rather than trying to come up with all these disparate mysteries and then hopefully coming up with something that makes sense of them, you want to come up with the basic, like the most bland, like a pe- like boom, boom, boom. like this is how crime writers used to do it. You know, crime writers would go, okay, uh, from the mur- murderer's point of view, I commit the murder and I get away with it. Boom, done. And then you turn that chessboard on yourself and you try to solve it as the detective. Mm. But the criminal's actively trying to not get caught. Yeah. Right? Well, in this thing, you're like, okay, you're not trying, you haven't got characters that are actively trying to get caught. You're just trying to work out what's happened and why. And then you're trying to conceal pieces of exposition in a way from the audience, piece by piece. And um, an Attack on Titan just does it brilliantly. It's, it does it in a way that's constantly surprising. It's completely in character. It, it, in hindsight, everything makes perfect sense. And until you saw it, you had no clue it was going in that direction. And it's just like, it's so rare. Hmm. It's so rare. It's so hard to do. And the only reason it's done this way is because um, the amount of time and effort he put into into it. I look forward to 2020 season three. It's next year. Oh, it's it been really? announced next it's year, really? July next year. It's coming out next year. Ooh. After after the f- fiasco of season one to two, <laughs> they went like season two. As soon as it ended, they put the teaser up and went next year. Went, <gasps> it's like when next year? And they went July next year. You're safe, guys. Don't worry. How big is the season? Though it's only twelve. No, it's a big season. <laughs> is there another big one? It's another big season, Ooh. and so everyone's just super excited because yes, <laughs> it might be the halfway point. Season three now. Okay. The, the end of season three might is probably the halfway point, I think. So we might get two more if they do two big seasons. Something like that. I'm not sure. But anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. And guess what? They still haven't got to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what you thought the show was about. Yeah. Getting to the basement. Dude, fuck the basement. <laughs> What's left in there? <laughs> they're gonna get there it's like so I have something to tell you son what is it <sighs> Reiner is the arm we know people can become tight we know people up we know have you checked the walls <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we, we did that so the final five shut up <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know it's in the basement yet we haven't got there yet how crazy is that I remember when you started watching season one and one of your friends, I forget who, said, yeah. "Oh, they don't even get to the basement in season one." And you thought, "Oh, what a, what a!" And it's like you thought that was a spoiler. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. yeah I did. And I, I was remember. like, "That's that's not a spoiler. Don't <laughs> don't worry about it." And like, see, even now, it's just like the idea. Oh, they did get to the basement. It's like they have revealed so much more. I feel the basement is going to be a letdown. The basement's <laughs> going to be huge. Letdown. The basement's got to what? The basement has got to be is. This show, the end credits of season two, gives away the origins of the Titan War. The end credits. Of Remember season two, that I mural. Forget. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's not explained, but it's just like yeah, that's how the war started. You're like, I think you've just told us the whole show, and I still don't get it. Yeah. A little more, please. Can you dumb it down in shape? You know, it's just like. So, you know, so it's just as you know, we're talking about with electric stream and stuff. The standard. 
Like when it yeah. comes to like that mystery world building and long form plotting in a fantasy show, this is the standard. Babylon Five, this like just that level of really understanding what your audience is asking when it's all answering it and not cheating. It doesn't cheat. It doesn't cheat. It doesn't pretend. It doesn't hide stuff from you stupidly. All those characters, <laughs> they just walk around with Titan on their face all the time and you just didn't notice. He didn't need to hide it. So uh, that confidence that comes from authority, I guess. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. what do we take away from our own writing? <laughs> if you're going to build a car, <laughs> make it Ferrari. You say that. Shonen Jump is a manga series in Japan, and they have like half a dozen manga that comes into it, right? And Attack on Titan is one of them. And the guy made it by himself. Do you know what I mean? It's to- like it- it's a comic book. Its budget is zero. Okay? It's totally doable for someone who wants to write a series of novels to write this well, mm. is my point. It, you can do this. And so I think studying the world-building of Attack on Titan as best you can, and if you want to spoil it for yourself, you can if you want to, but how much... When I look at that and I think, I thought I understood the worlds I was writing in. I'm, t- I'm a total hack. This guy gets his world so much better than I do get my own ones this is the kind of level I need to get to even if I'm not bothering with mystery stuff things like the formation of the scouts if you took out the mystery of Attack on Titan it would still be interesting it wouldn't be nearly as good the world would be just as rich but yeah exactly but when you start factoring in the constant lies the constant deceptions the fake histories the real histories the sides in this war, the motivations of characters, and then the basic little things like economy, how scouts do their job, this, so on. You just start to realise, like, geez, the amount of, of work that's gone into this, and none of it is wasted, none of it is um, superfluous. You know? He hasn't... He didn't go, how do scouts navigate the outside of the walls just to know how they navigated? It was, no, 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 think about this. It's like medical saw. Right? That level of, I'm not going to just hand wave my way past this. How does the character do the thing that I want them to do? Mm. How does Mike do a thing? Right? How do these characters do this? I need to know this. What do they use to illuminate at night? What would you use? You know, okay, well, this is, this is, but why would you use torches? You could use this. You could use that. Why would you use, why wouldn't you use a lantern? Why, why a torch? It's like, well, because it would go out and... Right, that, that you're constantly thinking inside your world why characters would make the choices that they make, how military formations would be done, and so on. It's not just frivolous nonsense that a lot of people like to think world building is, which is just constantly coming up with pages and pages and pages of exposition. So it's not exposition because none of the stuff in the the formation needs to be explained for you to get it. But it's there because the writer needs to know how it works. It strikes me that with world building, it would be almost impossible. I mean, not necessarily impossible, but it would take you decades to write and create a world like this from um, from scratch to this level. However, yeah, I know we've talked about this off mic. I don't know if we've done it on mic. It seems like because... Um, you know when you take a like if you're doing a fantasy or a sci-fi mm. world, 
like because you're doing these kind of things from scratch yeah if you're going to some you know some planet a character we've never been to well what do the aliens act like and you say yeah. well it's kind of like uh it's kind of like renaissance France yes. or something yeah. like that and so you can then therefore apply those rules yes so you don't need to document everything in your research you just know what it's like and so if you want to dig into a bit the world yeah. you say okay well i know the rule of this world so yeah how would it work right can we assume that there's possibly something similar going on because uh, it is medieval in that respect there is it? a medieval the aesthetic to make it. sense yeah there's a medieval aesthetic to it that's definitely it um there's definitely a part of that um but the problem is like i don't know enough specifically about the world building the genesis of world building for this because i haven't read up on it because i don't want to spoil anything yeah but there is a sense yet yeah, there's a very strong medieval sense to this world i'm just thinking, um, i'm thinking more but i think also part of it is because the guy who came up with it is is japanese mm. he's he's, he's inc- read a lot of japanese manga and believe it or not medieval stuff is not that apparently is not a big thing in japanese like in, in in Western Europe, Renaissance, medieval is a big cultural influence, but it, it's not in Japan. It is pretty Western though, isn't it? Yeah. Titan, so names. all the characters are Western. So yeah. part of the originality, bizarrely enough, for Japan is not actually original to us right. in a weird way. And yet it's still original. Yeah, because the Titans us. are just crazy. No one's ever yeah. seen anything like that before. No one's no, no Those Titans are totally unique to this world. We haven't seen that. No one's seen those crazy yeah. things. And it's just it hooks you, and then he doesn't he doesn't coast on it. He just goes further and further into the genesis of these it's things. Great, isn't it? Yeah, it reminds me a bit of Miracle Man by Alan Moore. Now that I think about it, that's actually a, ah, that's a good. We should do one on that because that it's very similar. He um okay he breaks down he breaks he breaks down how many issues? So, oh, it's like sixteen. I think he did. Alan Moore did. Listeners, 16. you have. A few weeks to read sixteen <laughs> issues of Miracle Man. <laughs> but Avoid it's, spoilers. It's it's a similar thing because it starts off with a very simple premise because he's like you know says yeah. it's a magic word becomes Miracle Man, uh, and then you he slowly unpacks the nature of how this character had to have been created, and then as a result builds meaning out of it. It's not just empty um, world building. Ex- you see, that's the thing. There's substance to it as well. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. There's a. We'll be back next year with season three and episode three of Toolkit. Um, Yeah, do you feel better now? I feel fine. I just want to watch Attack on Titan. I know this this episode has been in your to do list for. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, really, I'm keeping it real. (laughs) Keep it real, dog. Okay. Okay. See ya. Bye.